When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and in the world. This week on the podcast, I'm continuing to explore the topic of motivation, mainly because I was not feeling any at the start of the year. (laughs) And sometimes to really understand something, you've got to argue against it, which is exactly what my guest today promises to do. Today, I'm talking to Terry Trespicio who, whether she likes it or not, is a motivational speaker. Terry's TED Talk, Stop Searching for Your Passion, has over 6 million views, and she's currently working on a book of the same name. Also, I've known Terry for years. She was my editor when I was a contributing writer at Whole Living Magazine. And talking to her and hearing her ideas and insights has always gotten me revved up about making an idea real and for turning it in on time. In her work and in her life, Terry often has a contrarian view that makes people think about things in new ways. True to form, when I reached out to her about coming on the podcast today to talk about motivation, she said, well, I just have to warn you that I'm not sure I believe in motivation, which is when I knew I had to have her on because Terry gets all kinds of impressive things done. And if she doesn't believe in motivation, how does she do it? Let's find out. Welcome, Terry. It's so good to have you. Hi, Kate. (laughs) All right, let's dive right in. So you were telling me earlier that you don't believe in motivation. Please explain. Motivation is a big bag of chips. You know, you eat one and you feel like you want another one, and then you think you can't ever face hunger without it. And I just think that motivation, having become sort of an industry in itself, relies too much on the idea that in order to get something done, we need to rely on a force outside of us. And I do not believe that. Oh, that's really interesting. So, but there are commodified. It's commodified. People are selling you motivation, right? People are, and there's a reason, look, we're all doing things. Anyone in in the world that seeks to motivate or encourage someone else, we have to turn it into something that someone else can consume. However, too much of a dependency on that need to consume motivation makes us believe we can't manufacture it ourselves. Okay. So you still have to get your stuff done somehow, right? Yes. So if it's not going to come from outside of you, and if you don't believe in motivation as a bag of chips, <laughs> what takes its place? What? How do you get stuff done? How do you care enough to get stuff done? I also want to add about the bloating factor of eating too many chips, because <laughs> when you eat too many chips, you get bloated and then you feel bad about yourself. If you only seek mo- sources of motivation, you still end up hungry. And the thing is, the world provides lots of spark for your motivation. But motivation by design comes from inside. So how do you get stuff done? I'll give you one thing that 
has never failed me. And it is creating the conditions to do the work I want to do. So for instance, my brain is luggage between 2 and 5 p.m. I don't do my best writing or thinking then. So I don't try to grind through then. I go, hmm, when do I do my best work? When do I have my most energy and focus? And that's early in the morning. And so, well, not that early, quite frankly, but morning. Um, so I make sure that I get enough sleep. Sounds simple, but if I'm tired, I can't get anything done. So I worry less about what motivates me and I worry more about feeling the way I want to feel because when I feel good, I feel like I can get anything done. So how do you create con those conditions? Well, you figure out when you're at your best. You figure out what makes you feel like crap if you eat it or drink it, whatever. I love wine in the evenings, but I've noticed that if I have wine a little too early, the rest of my night is shot. So I was like, all right, well, how about I'm not giving it up forever. How about just some nights I don't drink wine so that I can get some stuff done, right? So that's one of the things. Okay, great. Oh, this really ties in with my personal theme of I'm doing a dry January. And some of it does have to do with, yeah, getting stuff done. So I have more questions for you, but we've got to take a quick pause to hear from our sponsor. Feeling calmer and more patient doesn't just happen on its own. It's something you've got to practice. And in the middle of a pandemic, that's not easy to do. Unless you have a meditation app that makes it super easy to devote a few minutes of your day to yourself. That's what Headspace does. Listening to their basics meditation series in the mornings before the kids are up has gotten me through these tumultuous weeks and helped me be more present with myself and my family, which helps all of us feel more even keeled. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Kate. That's headspace.com slash Kate for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. So head to headspace.com slash Kate today. Okay, Terry. So what about getting yourself pumped up to do the stuff that feels hard or scary? You're talking about creating the conditions for getting stuff done. But I think that probably relates to things that you already do pretty well or you're pretty comfortable with, right? Like work that you've pitched or things you know how to do. So what about something that's bigger, like writing a book, which you're doing, or maybe looking for a new job or even something yeah. more personal, like breaking up with the person you know isn't right for you? Oh, Where does that motivation come from? Well. First of all, <laughs> you're assuming too that I ever feel like writing my book. I often would rather feel like doing something else. First of all, the conditions for doing your best work, whether you know what work that is or whether you need courage to face it, the conditions matter. But what's more important is not motivation, but momentum. So even the things, there's plenty of things I don't feel like doing. I need to do them. I want someone else to have what I'm creating for them or they have asked me to do it. Any of those things, whatever falls under those things, even doing the thing you just said, ending a relationship, doing something very difficult, uh, that, mm, I don't know. I don't know if you'll have to tell me if you think breakup works into this, uh, this action item, but I believe that the momentum is more important. That means you have to start working on it. You start working on it. You don't think it through first. You don't try to figure it out. For, oh, I'm going to figure that out before I do it. I think the best thing for, that has worked for me has been not trying to plan or think ahead, but to dive in. Whatever, I'm creating a proposal, writing a book, writing to someone, and it's going to be a difficult conversation. I do, I just rough draft everything. I go, okay, I'm not going to think about it because thinking is not my friend. And thinking is not often your friend either, you meeting anyone. 
I don't trust my thoughts and I don't trust my feelings sometimes because they just want me to sit on the couch and be safe. Uh, instead, I start. I just write whatever. I go, this is dumb, but let me just write this out. Blah, blah, blah. I try to get ahead of my critic and just start. I'm telling you, even the things you hate, I go, I don't want to do this thing. The more you think about not wanting to do it, the, the harder it becomes to do it. So momentum, not motivation. And rather than trying to think through it first, start in any ragged, rough way you can so that you can point to it and say, oh, look at that, you're doing it. And Kate, I would add one thing. The stuff I go, oh, it's so hard. I don't know how to get inside of it. I don't know how to do it. All you have to do is actually get inside of your work. Whatever work that is, whether you like it or not, rather than jump in and try to do it in 15 minutes, which we know is not easy, can you get inside of it and give yourself a good hour, hour and a half to just tinker around inside the work? Before you know it, you'll be doing the work. It's just that it's not that we don't know how to start. We don't give ourselves enough time inside of it. Mm. You're reminding me that I often tell myself, I just need to break the seal. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if it were a bag of chips, I would just need to open the bag of chips. <laughs> oh, man, I love chips. All right. So what's something practical listeners can do the next time they have the thought? I just don't feel like doing this thing that I know I need to do. I say, acknowledge the feeling. Okay, I don't feel like doing this. I'd rather do this. Look, we've all made deals with ourselves. I'm currently way addicted to Boggle. Kate, will you play Boggle with me on my app? Oh my I God, love, sign me up. I love oh that my game. God, I'm running out of people. To, they're, they're just, I'm like, it's your turn, go. Like I'm putting a lot of pressure on my Boggle partners. But <laughs> Boggle gives you two minutes to play Boggle and then it's the other person's turn. So I go, okay, I'm going to start this and I'm going to work for a little bit and then I'm going to stop and play Boggle for two minutes. And it resets me. I don't give in to every distraction. If I want to go do something like, oh, let me see if those athletic leggings are on sale. I, I'm going to write it down and go look up the athletic leggings. But I try not to let myself open that new browser window because then you're off. That distraction is the problem. It's not that you're not motivated internally. It's that you're easily, like we all are, distracted and we have everything at our fingers to go look at and do instead of what we want to do. So think about, I look at my list and I go, what's most important and most urgent? What's due sooner or what will have a bigger impact faster? Let me get that done. And, and I clear it out. I don't try to do everything. If you try to do everything, why aren't I motivated to do everything? It's because you're trying to do everything. You pick one thing and you bargain with yourself in any way you can to give yourself at least 30 minutes to start doing that thing, even if you don't like it. So I'm going to do this thing for 30 minutes and then I can go play Boggle. Yes, two minutes with me with Boggle, and then you go back to it and you say, Look, I'm visiting the work, right? We put these metrics on, like, did I do it? Was I productive? There is no one metric for productivity. You don't write a book in a day, you write 500 words, you edit one page, 10 pages, whatever. But if you put time, what they say in Peloton, time under tension, how much time under tension? If we relieve that tension so quickly at every second, we're looking at something else. I do this too. I'll go to Amazon, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to be, don't relieve that time under tension. The Peloton instructor says, stay in the saddle, keep pushing for another few minutes. Those moments are the ones that count and there's no reason you can't do it. Awesome. So Terry, for folks who want to connect with you, where can they come find you? Uh, I'm the only one with my name. So it's actually very easy to find terryjusbeshow.com. I'm on all the platforms, all the things. And if you want a way, a method for unlocking your own genius and getting inside of the work in a way that pushes through and past that critic, just go to my name, terryjusbeshow.com slash five, the number five ways. That's where my free guide is that you can, there's an audio version if you don't feel like reading, if you don't feel like reading. <laughs> um, and then you can 
figure out how to get past those blocks yourself. Great. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. And now for your tiny assignment. Two things Cherry talked about that stuck out for me were just getting started and the power of combining time with tension. So for something that you've been resisting, can you set a timer for 15 minutes or 30 minutes or even an hour, depending on your schedule and what this thing is, and just make it your goal to break the seal and get a decent start on this thing? Even if the work you do isn't all that great, you will be building momentum. And then you can go reward yourself with something fun, like Boggle. (laughs) I'm totally going to download the Boggle app when I'm done recording today. If you're on there or decide to sign up too, shoot me an email at kate at katehanley.com and let's procrastinate productively together. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 